Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hi, pretties, and welcome to this episode. Today, I'm going to talk about how to stay motivated. This was a great question that I had from Emma Holt in my Social Pretties free group on Facebook. If you're not already in the free group, please do come and join us. We would love to have you in there with us. But I thought this was a really fantastic question to ask because when you're a solopreneur or you have a small team of people, you do actually have to be completely self-managed and self-motivated. And it can be something that goes either in your favour or can be a little bit against you. So you can be the type of person that overworks and doesn't have the right boundaries in place because of that self-motivation, that self-management. Or you can be the type of person who's like, no, I do not want to do any of the things today and therefore I'm not going to move. Um, Creating your own kind of perfect storm in lack of traction and then not having the growth um, that you want. And that can be difficult too, right? And you get that because you are the CEO. You are, you have this autonomy over your own business. So you get to be the one that says, no, today I will have a duvet day, which is great, but it's also not always the best thing if you do that too often or if you give yourself too much of a break. Um, It's a very difficult, sweet, sweet balance to be correctly self-managed and correctly self-motivated. The self-management is something that I am continually working on all of the time. I'm still now at this point having to battle with myself not to overwork, even though I've created a business model where I don't have to do that anymore. Um, I always seem to find something else to go on, another idea to jump onto, another thing that we want to do another way we can help, another free resource. Um, I find it very, very difficult to stop myself in those situations. But when it comes to self-motivation, the actual motivation that that fuels the fire deep down inside, um, I think that is a really, really great, great question because everybody has a personal idea of what their motivation is. Everybody has their own answer to this question. And obviously, when you start thinking about your big why, you get some commonalities with other people, with other entrepreneurs and business owners in the way that you would have um, a lot of people say it is my family and it is my family. You know, it's it's my husband, my children, my mum, my sisters, you know, their families, my nephew and niece, my brother-in-laws, my extended family, um, it's all of it's all of that for sure like that all has a massive place within my internal motivation but when we look outside of that initial i want the people who i adore to be proud of me arena there is this self fulfilling arena of motivation of what 
I actually want for my life and what I actually want to do with my life and what feels good to me and what feels right to me. And I've always been on this journey of wanting to help people. I consider myself to be a bit of an empath. I'm not sure how you can prove if you're an empath or not, but I always tend to suck up people's emotions um, quite easily. I'm very sensitive to media and films and things. Uh, My husband would probably tell you a wonderful story about the first time that we watched Law Abiding Citizen um, shortly after our eldest daughter was born and my reaction to the first 10 minutes of that film um was you know hilarious it was hilarious i was i was in absolute i was in an absolute state and i do take that stuff on within that empath side of me within that kind of soaking up of people's feelings and emotions and and the vibrations that are around me i'm very acutely aware of struggle i'm i'm acutely aware of when people need assistance when people need help and i find a real deep down joy in being able to be the person that bridges that gap and being able to be that safe space for somebody that that place where some space has been held for them where I've been able to unlock something within them or support them in getting into some sort of result and that result might be inherently you know personal it might be an inner result it might be an outer result um sometimes it's to do with our feelings our emotions our beliefs our our mindset you know all of those things and sometimes it's just done I don't know how to hook up this thing with my Facebook page (laughs) you know and and that's helpful too I have always been really really into being around other people I've loved being uh, customer facing I've loved being around people and I just I, I really enjoy that so much so that many people have mistakenly labeled me as an extrovert previously because when I am in that arena as long as I have the internal en- energy to deal with it um you know I am in my element I can be in my element and there is a performer side to me that switches on and I really enjoy being around people and um you know being amongst people and that's why customer facing jobs for me previously have always been things that I found really really easy even the harder things when it comes to customer facing stuff I've always found really easy so there is this kind of deep set inherent feeling of wanting to help people and wanting to um, get them to where they want to be faster so that they don't have to go through maybe some of the struggles that I've been through I'm quite tenacious so there is a motivation to know all of the things as well I love learning and I'm constantly investing in myself and learning new things and going and training and just filling my brain with more and more and more And I think that is something that is a motivator for me. It's really fulfilling for me to be able to go and figure stuff out. And especially the stuff that's challenging, I won't stop until I know, until I've got a good handle on it, um, which gives me a really good position to be able to turn around and help the next guy. And I love that. And it's really important to me. And that would probably be my kind of like first, first level of motivation, But if we explore other levels of motivations now that I'm at the place in business where I am right now, there are, there is 
a bit of a trifle. It's multi-layered. It's multifaceted um, nowadays. It's a little bit different. There's a little bit more to it. I feel a massive responsibility to you, my pretties. I feel a massive responsibility, but it's not heavy. It's um, it's very much a joy. It's a joyous space. It's not a heavy, you know, responsibility that causes me stress or worry. There is a little bit of stress when you own your own business and when you're you're up to your ears the way I am, <laughs> but it's not unmanageable stress. It's actually the kind of stress that comes with fulfilling your dreams and actually getting outside of your comfort zone, which I appreciate. I have a responsibility, I feel, to my team. And that's kind of, again, a lovely, joyous space to be in. So there's a motivation to get it right for them and to do the things that require being done in an excellent way for them. And, you know, I'm going to go there. I no longer have my dad with us. He passed away um, in 2006, which I say that and it's a long time ago, but it, it some days it feels like forever and some days it feels like it was just yesterday and my dad left us at a time when I was extremely confused about what I wanted to be how I wanted to live my life I had um, some ideas about being a professional singer I had some ideas about being a professional actress and the the you know all of these fantastic whims <laughs> of of us just slightly older than teenage girl and his last thing that he said to me I can't use the word I don't think but he he said to me let the so-and-sos have it not in that language <laughs> but he basically said go out there girl and and let them have it and that was kind of his last his last conversation with me the last thing that he said to me was that he saw something in me that he thought was um important that he thought was worth sharing and I, I'm I'm 100% certain he was talking about my singing but you know in his absence I feel like I'm, I'm allowed to have some poetic license over his his lasting wish for me um in terms of just not being afraid to give my light out as I see fit when I can help people or when I have something that I can do that is joyful for me I'm allowed to have that motivation for the joy um, and just to fulfill that that part of me as a person so that's a massive part and I've been thinking a lot recently of of what he would think of everything that I'm doing and all of the different things that we've achieved whilst we've been going and I think without being too overly braggy I think he'd be really proud of me and there is a, a weird motivation in that too like almost honoring his memory in a way that feels good to me and doing what you know what feels right and just what is in alignment with me unapologetically and letting the so-and-sos have it as it happens they're not so-and-sos they are amazing amazing female entrepreneurs um but you know same same and yeah that's really motivating for me too I have gone through a lot of working situations where I have felt like I could give more and have not either had the opportunity or also I, I will say it maybe not had the confidence in myself 
to put myself forward for things. I have suffered a lot of of nervousness and a lot of stage fright and a lot of worry in terms of putting myself forward for things I was that person who wanted to be discovered without doing anything you know just somebody would go oh look she's the next person that can do something amazing in the world so come come on board you can come and do this thing without me ever having to actually put myself forward because I feel like there was some level of shame in saying, hey, I'm, I'm quite good at this thing, or hey, I'm, I enjoy this thing and I want to do more of it, there was something deep set within me that thought that in doing that, I would be a horrible human being, like I would be braggy and brash, and um, I don't know what that was, but there was definitely something within me that I've broken in my 30s, I've whatever that feeling was, I've taken it and smashed it over my knee into splitherines. It's it's no longer there. I am the queen of the. I don't care if it's humble or not. Brag. I will. <laughs> I'm more than happy. And I always tell my pretties, I want to know about your wins. I want to know about everything that's good that's happening for you. And I feel like I have to also do that myself. I have to own up when things are going really, really well. Um, I'm not scared of success. I definitely, I don't mind shouting about the wonderful things. But there's definitely a motivation in there too. Like there's been some missed opportunities somewhere in my previous, my previous years where I could have experienced, um, other things that I didn't experience because I never put myself forward for it or I've been amongst people who didn't necessarily understand or appreciate or believe in my potential and you know d- depending on which stage of my life we we would we'd take a Scrooge travel back to it uh, would depend on which one of those are relevant but that is that's also part of the motivation right so I know I have more to give and in giving the way that I do, it makes me feel good. It, it gives me financial freedom. It su- helps me support my family. Um, and it gives me the opportunity to really, really, truly enjoy the work that I do, which, you know, it's that's so, so amazing. And I'm so grateful for it. When things are really bad, because I'm talking about your normal day-to-day here, aren't I? So motivation in that way is totally fine when it's your normal day-to-day. When things are really bad, the main factor of motivation that gets me up and going is reminding myself that actually, no matter what situation I'm currently in and no matter how it feels in that moment, it will pass on some level. That's not to suggest that if you're going through some deep set emotional turmoil, that whole time is the greatest healer stuff is going to be just the ticket you need to bounce out, bounce out of bed and do what you need to do today. That's not necessarily how it works. But for me, I know myself that even if I've had a bad day, which I mean, I don't really have bad days at work. I don't, I don't really see it as work, first and foremost. It's definitely um, a, a passion. It's definitely like my life's work, not like, it's not a job. It's not a job. But even on a day where I may have had some challenges or I may have been stressed out or we may have come across um, some behaviours that go against our core values, our integrity or our, you know, our, our really deep set values that stuff like that is always the stuff that gets my goat 
I just have to think about that actually that that's not going to last and I know that if I can just kind of hold myself I can find a way th back through to that better day and the motivation is always about being able to trust and believe in myself that no matter what comes up I can achieve it I can overcome it if I need help I'll ask for help if I can tenaciously get through it myself, then I will, I will go and I will fight and I will find my way to go through the Goblin City and I will get, you know, to the castle by myself. But I mean, it is definitely something that you have to have. It has to be an internal motivation. It has to be something that gets you up and out of bed every morning. I love checking my phone. I have a really, really deep set internal joy at receiving messages from my clients, letting me know how they're doing. I love the interaction. I love chatting to them and just seeing how they're doing, giving other ideas. And just that whole continued conversation for me is amazing. I love putting content out that's helping people. And I love when I hear back from people to say, oh, I listened to your podcast, I really enjoyed that one, or I've downloaded your newsletter, or I don't know, I've read your blog and it really helped me with this thing. That kind of fuels the internal motivation. That just gives more fire to everything. And then seeing people who have worked with me go through that transition of really struggling, really not being sure at all whether they will be able to make it work for them, putting some simple things in place and then actually seeing it work and not just seeing it work as in, oh, Dawn was right, that works, but actually finding a deeper level of self-belief in themselves and sometimes also seeing themselves in a completely new light, that for me is amazing and that is a massive internal motivation and if I'm ever struck for not feeling motivated that is my marker that I'm about to burn out that's my marker that I need to take some time away I need some brain space I need some physical rest and I need to do things that I do as a hobby that have no um, business expectation upon them. So for instance, uh, my illustrations and doodles that I do, I do not say to myself, oh, you must do another drawing, you must do another doodle. Um, you know, you must do that because it must go out on the 12th and the 18th every month on social media. Like I don't do that. The doodles and, and the little drawings that I do that I enjoy doing, uh, they come from a heart space. And it's very often that I do that as a form of relaxation on the sofa with a blanket and a cup of coffee uh, or out in my garden chair. I've got a lovely garden swing outside and I'll just take my iPad and go and just draw whatever is in my head or my heart at that time. That's kind of like, for me, relaxation. Taking time away from the computer, taking time away from um, emails and client work and everything that goes with that having my team take over the day-to-day -day so that I can spend time with my family. Um, when we are outside of the UK, we love to go and chill on a hot beach somewhere or explore different cities and different places. We love to travel. All of us love to travel. And when we're in the UK, if we're close to our beach that, that near where we live, 
then we go down and we look for rocks and shells and creatures and stuff and all of these things are just really really kind of wholesome ways to spend time that aren't work that allow you to recoup and gain that motivation back so if you're finding yourself in a situation where your motivation is not all the way there it could be an indicator that you need to take some time and just sit back give yourself some time to really kind of connect with yourself again and take the rest back that that you need to gain that motivation back and that is how to stay motivated know what it is that you really find joy in know what it is that gives you that fire and remind yourself of it and make sure that it's in the forefront of your mind especially on the days where that might be a little bit hard Um, and I always think that writing a gratitude list around the things that you have that maybe you wouldn't have if you weren't on this journey uh, that can be a really good reminder as well and I hope that that will be illuminating on internal motivation in general and I'll see you next time if you're loving our pretty podcast come on over to social pretties our online safe house and sisterhood community it's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm welcoming fold of pretty amazing women you'll find an easy redirect in the description and i can't wait to see you in there And depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out.